0: Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we focus on another special topic, which is often what these Monday podcast episodes are about. Now I'm doing this show on August 9th, 2021, and we've had a lot of intense energies in recent weeks. And in fact, a few of my most recent podcast episodes have been really intense. We've had some big energies, some serious messages, some things to be aware of, some big heads up around the energies as they're coming through, as well as potentials in how things may unfold. And it's very important. To balance this energy so I consider a lot of that as very masculine energy and in this show we're gonna focus more on the feminine energies within us as well as the collective feminine energies that are going to help us feel more grounded calm and supported during these big energy cycles so regardless of whatever you're listening to this episode It's meant to bring you back into your body, your energy, and how you can be grounded in yourself. So in this show, we're going to talk about a few areas of your natal chart that you can embrace and consciously work with to support your energy and to know more about how to work with your own energy during these bigger cycles of change and uncertainty. So this show is designed to bring you back to your natal astrology chart, and I'm going to guide you into looking for a few things that you can identify so that you can know your own energy more and understand how to work with it more consciously. So the first thing I would like to invite you to do is to look at your natal astrology chart and identify the planets. You can include asteroids, and when I say planets, I do mean the luminaries, which are the sun and the moon. And what you want to do here is count in your chart how many of your planets and points are in masculine energies and how many are in feminine energies. This is going to help you understand your own energy better. You're going to see if you have perhaps dominant masculine or dominant feminine energy by astrological sign. So for example, you have your five personal planets, Sun, Moon, Mercury, Venus, and Mars. These are very important because these are your daily energies. What you want to do is look at each of these planets in your chart and just look and see, are they in a masculine sign or a feminine sign? So the masculine signs are the fire signs and the air signs. So that would be Aries, Gemini, Leo, Libra, Sagittarius, and Aquarius. Those are the six astrological signs associated with masculine energies. Then you would want to look in your chart and identify how many of your planets or points are in the feminine energies, which are the earth signs and the water signs. Those are Taurus, Cancer, Virgo, Scorpio, Capricorn, and Pisces. Now, I mentioned your five personal planets as a place to start, but then you'd want to also look at your outer planets, any asteroids perhaps that speak to you, as well as your rising sign. And you basically just go through and count how many planets or points do I have in the masculine fire and air signs? How many do I have in the feminine earth and water signs? Then you tally it up and you might say, oh, I have five and four. I have six and seven. Again, it depends what you're including, what you're counting. It could be that you realize, wow, I have a lot of masculine energies here. Or maybe you have mostly feminine. There's so many different combinations. But this is for your own knowledge. This is for you to look at your own energy and understand what feels most natural for you, where your energy naturally goes, how you unconsciously operate at times. This also gives you insight into more of your own energetic needs. So for example, if you have a lot of masculine energy, You may need to put more intentional focus on the balancing feminine energy, which is helping you in receiving, calming, relaxing, the beingness, helping you to look at where you don't want to push the river, make it all happen, how you can go into trusting yourself as well as receiving. If you have a lot of feminine energies, then conversely, you may have to put more conscious effort into the masculine energies of assertion, action, motion, initiating. This is where you're taking charge and moving something forward. When you understand these two energies in your chart, it's going to help you see more of who you are, more of how you flow and move through life, and also where you're going to want to put more time, energy, and attention into balancing yourself. So that is the first exercise. This is not graded. You don't have to turn anything in. It's just an understanding of how you are energetically made. And this is going to help you understand what to do to support yourself and how to maintain that balance. Because as we go through these bigger energy periods, some of them are going to feel bigger to you, but that can feel exciting or motivating. That can feel like I'm ready. Let's go for it. Let's move it ahead which is very different than someone who feels overwhelmed. This is too much. I don't know what to do. I'm not sure where to go. So all of this is designed to help you know yourself more. So once you understand where you tally up with the masculine and feminine energies, you're going to have more insights into not only more of who you are, but what your energy naturally gravitates towards, and where you may need to put more time, energy, and attention into balancing it as well. So, during these next number of years, we are going to be more in charge of our own energies than ever before. And we're going to continually have more waves come through, more dips, more highs, more lows. And it can feel like you're not balanced, it can feel like you're thrown out of equilibrium. Yet, As energy masters, it is up to us to always be aware of what we can do to take care of ourselves. So towards the end of this episode, I'm going to share some more resources with you. Some of these I've shared before. You're familiar with them. Um, There's a few new things here that maybe you'll find interesting, but this is essentially having a toolkit for your own energy. Having places to go, things to do that ground you, that center you, that bring you back into your energy in a powerful way, reconnect you with your light, reconnect you with your power, your choices, and reconnect you with your own soul's journey as a reminder that even during these big tidal waves and these big changes, we are always supported. We are energetically designed to handle these energies, to thrive with them, and to make the best of them. So after you've identified in your natal chart the strengths that you have and the energies that you naturally embody, Now I want to direct your attention to three particular planets that you can go to to learn more about, to understand more of your needs that I believe are going to help you feel energetically strong. So in your natal chart, you have multiple planets and they're in various houses and various astrological signs. This is an invitation to get to know three particular parts of yourself that are going to require your ongoing care, attention, and help you with your sense of enjoyment, how you can enjoy this life, what lights you up, what makes you happy, what gives you a sense of positive energy and positive expression. The first one I want to draw your attention to is your natal moon sign. Your natal moon sign is your energy on a daily basis. It is how you navigate through your daily life. It's what feels comfortable to you. It's where you feel emotionally safe. It's where you go when you want to feel at home. And that can be, of course, in your daily environment where you live, but also at home in your energy, in your body, at home in your spirit, at home in your power. So go to your natal moon sign and understand what your moon is looking for on a daily basis to feel heard, loved, accepted. The moon energy is also where we receive. And when we take care of our moon, we feel that we are in the flows of life, that we're being cared for. And that's something you can do for yourself. So, the sun sign is your energy throughout your life that you're always growing and developing, your sense of self, your confidence, a sense of this is who I am. It tends to be a little bit more emphasized and feels natural to us. Whereas the moon sign is more receptive, it's how we respond to the environment around us, it's what we're looking to receive. And so you can develop this internal relationship with yourself around what you need to receive and feel on a daily basis in order to be that caretaker of your own energy. This is a private internal energy often. Uh, That moon sign can be the parts of yourself that you really know and understand, that people who are close to you or who live with you, they know. They know you at this level. The moon sign can be your habits, you know, like the morning routine you have in terms of, you know, what you eat for breakfast or if you do exercise in the morning or what you do throughout the day is your moon. So turn to your moon sign and understand what you need to feel strong and clear in your own energy on a daily basis. And this is where you're going to self-nurture and replenish this is where you're really taking care of yourself in a way that no one else can so there is a level of personal responsibility here with your moon sign but this is also where your energy is going to feel balanced heard and strong this is where you're going to really understand more of what you need every day that you're also in charge of that you're in charge of taking care of and you're in charge of listening to these messages, the moon energy can be softer, whereas the sun can be very big or demonstrative. It depends on the astrological sign. But that moon might whisper at times. It might not speak up. It might not be too loud at times. It, of course, depends because if your moon is conjunct Mars, well, then it's going to have a force of nature to it and be much more action-oriented and assertive. If your moon is conjunct Mercury, then it's more mental, and it could be a clear communicator. But with this moon, really understand the essence of who you are internally. And again, this is going to help you understand too how you respond to energies outside of you. And it could be that you've realized throughout your life that you have certain patterns and the moon can show us these patterns. For example, you could start to understand that when things get really big, whether that is in your personal life, in your family, in a relationship, at career stuff, whatever it might be, that you retreat. You're like, I need time. I need space. No one talked to me. Door closed. Is that your pattern? Or do you tend to feel energized and you want to get things moving and you don't want to stand still and you're looking to really move the energy in a powerful way. There's so many different ways that we can receive and respond to energy. And one of the best things you can do for yourself is look back in hindsight and say, okay, when something really Big happened in my life or when I was going through something what did I need to do every day and you might have some aha moments I mean this can be something that also is very celebratory I mean this can be a positive thing too where when there were big exciting life developments or something showed up or something came through for you how did you respond what was the way that you took care of your energy And this could have been unconscious. This could have been something you've never given any thought to because it's just how you move through the day. It's just how you operate. It's just what you experience. But when you make this energy conscious in yourself, you're going to notice patterns. You're going to notice themes. And that's how you're going to know more of what you need. And that is one of the gifts of your moon sign is that it's showing you what you need. Now, other energies in your natal chart, again, can be more dominant. And that moon can be pushed down, shoved to the side. It's not being heard. And then that's where we store up energy. We can store up our reactions or what we want to say. That moon sign doesn't always forget. It's where you can have a lot going on in your unconscious self or in your emotional world that you're never truly releasing or moving through. So I truly invite you to get to know your moon sign because it's going to help you get more into your own heart and your own emotional needs, your emotional self. And of course, this is very different for every person. Now, I did a separate show for you that went through all 12 moon signs. So I'm not going to repeat that here. I will link to it, though, and you can listen to that podcast episode that helps you tune in to more of those lunar energies. But of course, please do more. Please go into it. There's many different sides to the moon. There's many different phases, as we know. And the moon tends to mature with us throughout our life when we're aware of its energy. And so if you have, say, that moon in Aries, then you maybe had some very big outbursts, angry reactions, a lot going on when you were younger. But as you mature, that moon in Aries can understand how to work with the energy better, be more constructive, be more aware of what the anger or frustration or impatience is telling you. So notice that this is something that we are maturing, and as we make it conscious for ourselves, we're able to be more in control of our emotional needs, our daily routines, and what we really need to feel stable, strong, and clear on a daily basis. So you want to get to know your moon sign. Then the next planet I want to direct your attention to is Venus. Your natal Venus is how you love yourself. It's where you're developing confidence in who you are. Your natal Venus is where you want to be respected, cherished, valued, loved. But all of that starts with you. You set the bar. And this Venus is helping us develop a sense of personal value and worth. Now, this can show up, of course, through all areas of life. But what I want to get into here is that the heart of your Venus is how much you're truly loving and accepting yourself as is, as is, meaning it's not about applying some unreasonable expectations or expecting too much or even putting the energy too much outside of you. Instead, the Venus energy is how you're really loving yourself on a daily basis for exactly where you are, even on those days when you don't feel so cute or you maybe go into feeling self-critical or thinking, I should have done this or what about that? This is where we can have unspoken and unconscious thoughts about ourselves and what we think we're worthy of or not. And this Venus wants you to really love who you are right here, right now, considering everything you've been through. I feel like Venus is this beautiful vessel of ongoing self-love that we choose to give ourselves that we choose to apply similar to sunscreen it's like the sunscreen wears off after a certain amount of time you gotta reapply so this is where the venus energy is reminding you to give to yourself give yourself those affirming loving messages regularly Just as you would to a best friend, to a dear sister, to someone you are passionately in love with. It's about being in love with yourself in that very beautiful way, not the uh, narcissistic manner or self-involved sense. This is where you're really touching your own heart. It's a bit like taking both of your hands, putting it on your heart And just feeling a love for yourself pulsing through your veins, just the recognition that here you are in a physical body, here you are doing your best. And Venus can be that energy of really noticing how far you've come, what you've done well, where you've excelled, where you've improved, where you've done better, how you've grown, This is the energy of making sure that you're giving yourself the love that you're seeking or looking for because the energy we have and carry can only be mirrored or reflected back to us from others. And so it's how high you set that bar that matters because the higher you set the bar, that's where you then create and experience more love, higher love, from others who match that frequency. So this Venus in your natal chart is connecting you to your own self-acceptance, what you're learning, what you're understanding about yourself and your needs. Venus is also a receptive energy. She is typically a feminine energy, although that can vary depending on which astrological sign she's in. And she wants us to have confidence. She wants us to feel beautiful, to feel handsome, to feel like you're really living your best life. And so she's going to connect you with what lifts up your energy, what brings you joy, what gives you that spark for life, and also an understanding that you're worthy of that. You're worthy of experiencing the best in life. Now, she's a personal planet, which is about your personal energy, and this does relate to the moon sign where you're learning how to care for yourself. What do you need that feels good to you, that inspires you, that makes you feel strong, confident, powerful, wonderful in your own body, in your own skin? Venus wants you to have this energy alive in you. She connects you with this essence of yourself. And so when you're having a tough day or when things feel out of your control, overwhelming, too big, Venus brings you back into your energy and reminds you that you travel with the self-love that you've determined. You travel with a sense of personal value Where you set the bar, you determine what that looks like. It's basically an assessment of your own standards, your standards for yourself, which are then reflected in your standards and requirements in relationships, in connections with others. Now, Venus is about relating, and we are in relationship with all energies, and that stems from the level of love, value, and self-respect that you have for yourself. And so again, that's where we experience things that reflect that back to us. So yes, it is in relationships, partnerships, friendships. All of that is a part of Venus's domain. But then it also extends into what you want to surround yourself with where you find beauty in life and in yourself where you experience it in your home in your garden in your personal world where can you make your life more beautiful and this is where venus wants to support you she is your style she is your design aesthetic she is how you adorn yourself how you present yourself And how all of that can support your sense of confidence, where you feel attractive, where you feel good, and to enjoy all of these parts of yourself and your life in this way. So at the end of a tough day, or when you're going through something difficult, Venus wants you to remember what lights you up, what reassures you, what brings you Something that lifts your energy, reminds you that you're a beautiful being in this vast universe, and what really reminds you, too, that life is lived day to day. And so what can you do today? Is it as simple as finding a beautiful bouquet of flowers whether that's from the garden or from a store is it something where you have a favorite candle a favorite piece of jewelry a favorite chocolate you know this is a very sensual energy often as well where Venus connects us to the five senses and how we're appreciating what's around us and how we can focus on these parts of our lives that will ground us center us and remind us of the beauty that's everywhere So you want to get to know your Venus because this is going to remind you of your own confidence where you can feel good about yourself and what you're looking to connect with to connect with that energy in yourself. So for example, you could have a favorite candle and it just reminds you maybe through its scent or its color of more of why you're loved or what you love about yourself and how to really expand that energy and to trust that in yourself. So you'll want to meet more of your Venus and really go to those energies, go to those places that are going to lift you up, lift your spirits and give you a sense of appreciation. And that is another key word here with Venus is that you can appreciate what you have. You can appreciate who you are, appreciate your life, appreciate the little things. All of that also helps raise our energy because when we start appreciating and we show gratitude, then that energy fills us up and it infuses our aura. It infuses our energy field. And then you're moving through life with more gratitude and more appreciation. So. Please meet your natal Venus. And I did do a separate podcast episode as well that went through the 12 astrological signs as it relates to Venus. So I will link that below this podcast episode as well. And then the third planet that would be worth embracing and energetically connecting with is your Jupiter, your natal Jupiter, Now, Jupiter is associated with positivity, expansion, growth. This is where you're naturally drawn and where things can feel easy for you. There is always an element of success with your natal Jupiter. This is where things just show up for you. It comes through. You feel supported. You feel good. Jupiter is the biggest planet in our solar system. It has the energy of amplification. It can also be exaggeration. Jupiter is where we look to understand the bigger picture, and it's also where our energy is designed to naturally grow and increase as we work with it. So your natal Jupiter is going to naturally connect you with what you want, what you enjoy, what you gravitate towards. And you can use this energy on a daily basis. You can use it for a project. You could use it for anything that is a hobby, a passion, anything that calls to you. That could be your natal Jupiter speaking to you, saying, come this way, I have resources, I have opportunities, I have good things flowing, let's work with this. And there are periods of time when your natal Jupiter can help you through some of the struggles and hardships of life because it opens you up to what feels good. Now, it's not a personal planet like your moon and Venus are but Jupiter takes you out into the world and this is what is a gift where it connects you with bigger energies. It can connect you with others who have the same passion or the same hobby. It can connect you with more of the global energies of more of what you want that are beyond your personal energy field. And it's good to remember this, that we're never truly alone. We're never only going through something by ourselves. There's bigger energies working with us and supporting us. And Jupiter is where you get some luck, where doors open, things show up. Again, there's flow. It's easier. There's a sense of, I don't have to work so hard for this. Whereas other planets, especially Saturn, You do have to work. You have to earn it. You put in the time, energy, and effort, and then you reap the rewards, and then you get the accomplishments. But Jupiter is more about you kind of just show up and more things start to happen or unfold. It's easier. So you want to know your natal Jupiter sign, and this is going to connect you with some flows of joy, flows of abundance what is easier for you, and where you have natural gifts and abilities. This Jupiter is going to support you also in learning more, in expanding this part of yourself and this part of your energy where there's even more of yourself to embrace and more ways for you to grow. And this is often an energy too, where you do have to make sure you don't go overboard, you don't do too much, or you don't go too far, simply because that Jupiter doesn't know when to stop. So it's a bit like when you've been so involved in something that you just love. Let's say it's your garden, it's painting, it's doing something that is all-encompassing. You lose track of time. You can't even remember, you know, when you stopped to eat last. This Jupiter energy, it pulls you in to its world, and it really becomes this beautiful place to live, for the energy to grow, and then you can realize, oh my goodness, it's been seven hours, I should probably eat, I should probably have a glass of water. It's kind of that energy that it has something really natural to you. I feel like this is also where we discover gifts we've held across multiple lifetimes. This is where something is so easy for you. It's so enjoyable. It's so fun. Maybe it's a hobby you've had for multiple lifetimes. Maybe it's just something you've always been good at through various timelines of energy. And it's not something that maybe you thoroughly understand, at least at a logical level, it's just something you love and it makes you happy and that's all it is and that's what we need right now. We need more of these energies that uplift us, that feel easy, where there's flow. So this natal Jupiter can be a place almost like a treasure chest where you have many gifts here. You have many things that are enjoyable and fun and And when you go there, when you go to that treasure chest and you open it up, it just feels like you've stepped out of time. It can feel like you're going into other places, into other dimensions, because you're opening up more of your soul's gifts. And this is also why you could feel a strong resonance with your natal Jupiter, because you're connecting to your own energy and other lifetimes and timelines where This was also easy for you, where things were just simpler. So please meet your natal Jupiter because it's going to pay off to understand more of who you are in this way and understand how to keep your energy high, how to stay in that place of remembering the abundance that you came in with. And the Jupiter energy will connect you with that abundance, and that can be the abundance of energy the abundance of inspiration, the abundance of free time. You know, abundance is in everything. It's all around us, and we tend to think of it through monetary means, but you can have an abundance of creativity, an abundance of energy, an abundance of anything. So Jupiter wants you to connect with your innate source of abundance to activate that, enjoy that, make the most of it, And to have this be a part of your life, especially as we go through the big energy periods and where things can feel out of our control or, again, too big, too much, you return to your own energy and you go there. You trust it for yourself. And this is where we also have a verification that we came in with everything we need. We came in with a lot of energy to play with, to trust, to work with, but we do have to turn our conscious attention to these parts of ourselves. So I do have another podcast episode for you where I went through all 12 astrological signs that Jupiter can be in. And I hope that episode helps open you up to even more of your own gifts, of your own energies across multiple timelines and lifetimes, and where to go to connect with more of your own unique essence. So we have covered four parts of your astrology chart in this show. First, it's looking at your masculine and feminine energies to see which is more dominant or if they're balanced to understand yourself through this lens. Then we talked about understanding more of your natal moon sign, which is your daily energy, what you feel, how you move through the day, your routines and patterns, and how to work with that energy. We talked about your natal Venus, which is where you want to develop and grow your sense of appreciation and gratitude, where you're growing in confidence, and where you're also understanding what makes you feel good and what you need to lift your energy. And then we talked about your natal Jupiter, which is how you can continue to expand and grow where you have natural gifts, what also lifts up your energy, what brings in more expansion, more positivity, and what can come really naturally to you. So other resources that can help you during big energy periods, well, there are so many of them, and I'm sure so many of you are already aware of what works for you. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please write in the comments what you do for your own energy. Please share. Please allow this to be a database of other people's advice and opinions and tips for what works with their energy. Some things that I've mentioned before on this show include the Jin Shin Jitsu finger holds where you hold a different finger lightly and gently for about 5 to 10 minutes to move the energy. And I will put the graphic up here so you can see what I mean. But these are finger holds that will move energy through your body. You can do it anywhere, sitting on the couch, going to bed at night, while you're meditating, while you're sitting in the car. These are very gentle energy practices. And that is one way calm yourself, to work with your nervous system, and to work with your own energy on your own terms. Another resource is EFT Tapping, Emotional Freedom Technique Tapping, where you're working with various energy meridians on your body. Tapping has been around for a very long time, and maybe I told you this story before, where the first time I learned tapping was in 2007, and my mentor, she was teaching me it over phone, because there was no YouTube videos at the time. And she's like, so now you want to tap underneath your armpit. And I'm like, what is this? What are we doing? But the EFT tapping is really effective, especially if you hold a lot of emotional energy. And so that can be strong water signs and strong fire signs in your chart. The energy of tapping moves it through your energy system in the body. And then oftentimes you're also... Dating various phrases and words to move the energy through. And the person I've recommended, who I still recommend, his name is Brad Yates, Y-A-T-E-S. He is on YouTube. He's excellent because he has a lot of different topics. And so if you have a particular fear or emotion you're going through or life situation, what I love about Brad's channel is how there's so many different topics. He guides you through and reprograms it. So that's what's wonderful about this EFT tapping is you're reprogramming your own energy. You're moving it through emotionally, but you're working with it consciously. So check that out. There are also many types of guided meditations, and I know that many of you, you have your own practices already, but on YouTube and on other resources, the guided meditations can be really good for just moving the energy through your mind, especially if you're having a hard time focusing. I think that Steve Noble on YouTube is awesome with his guided meditations, and there are many others. So please check out any of those resources. By the way, all of this is free. Everything I'm sharing here is free. Another thing that can be helpful is any type of acupressure, like holding various acupressure points. I also love acupuncture myself. I try and go once a week. It's very effective for me. Anything that moves the energy through your body is really supported right now, and it's going to help your nervous system. It can help your mind, your anxiety, your emotional body. So many different things are very effective for working with these various systems in ourselves. Of course, there is Reiki. There are various energy medicine healing techniques, and you might have one that you practice, you gravitate towards. Those are fabulous. There are also some things you can apply or use on the body. I've mentioned before Brahmi oil, B-R-A HMI oil. Uh, you can put it on your third eye, the middle of your forehead. That can help calm the third eye, calm the mind. I think it's also effective to put it on your inner wrists, right where you feel the pulse in your wrist. The skin is very thin right there, It's very thin, right, on your inner wrist in general, and so it's a lovely place to just do any kind of gentle massage or lotions or oils, and that can feel very calming on both arms, the inner wrist. I recommended before CBD oil, uh, which I think is awesome, and the company that I've recommended before is called Jamfa, J A M. PHA.com which stands for loving kindness. They specialize in working with starseeds, empaths, those who have a different energetic vibration on the planet. Jomfa.com is based in the US, but they now distribute all over the world. And in fact, the owners have been invited to to participate on various panels with their expertise. Uh, Trin, shout out to Trin, is the owner of the company and he's been studying this for at least a decade now before it was trendy, before it was a thing uh, because it helped him heal his own body after some very traumatic incidences in his own life. So he's a living testament to what the CBD oil has done for him. So check them out and if you use the code astrology, you get 25% off. Uh, So that coupon code is astrology for 25% off. If you're interested in that, of course, we always have the healing power as well as crystals, flower essences, smudge sticks, and the beautiful earth that is around us in all forms and in all ecosystems. So, this is a wonderful time to really get in touch with more of your own energy, embracing what energetically connects you to yourself, what supports you, and what you need for ongoing energetic management, we are moving through big energies together. And yet we are each individually responsible for knowing what we need to take care of ourselves. And that is how we also maintain our energy, we stay healthy, we stay strong, and we stay very aware of what we can do that's within our power that's within our choices. So I hope this has been beneficial and helpful. I hope it's turned your attention into more of your own personal empowerment, your personal energetic mastery, what you can do now, what you can keep doing that's really good for you and how you can continue to navigate this path and these bigger energies with the sense of your own power and a connection to more of your own light. So as always, thank you so much for joining me. I hope this show has been a good balance to the intense energies. There will be more intense energies. And in fact, on the August 16th, 2021 podcast, I'm going to give you another heads up on some more intense energies that we're going to be working with over the next few years. So we will get to that topic next week. In the meantime, know that you have everything you need within you, within your consciousness, you have more than enough to create the life that is yours, that really is about your own happiness and joy. So thank you so much for joining me. You can find out more about me over at online. That is my website with the latest updates and offerings. And of course, you can find out more about the current astrology programs I offer as well. Thank you so much for your time and energy for this podcast i will see you back here every wednesday and monday for a new episode in the meantime wishing you beautiful loving journeys and vibes and i'll see you back here very soon take good care